0: ChumbaCasino.com. Jumba. No bridge necessary, forward, by law. 18 plus, Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Matt Lenihan for Boxing Social. In association with William Hill and Empire Fights are always delighted to be joined by Liam Smith. Liam, rearing the rotunda gym, preparation for Chris Eubank Jr., the rematch is underway. How are you
2: feeling? Yeah, good mate, excited. Uh, looking forward to it. You know, an early day now, two weeks away. Just over, so I'm excited. I remember fight week last time. You looked me dead in the eye and
0: said, Do not be fooled. He can be hurt, he can be knocked out. A few days later, you
2: went and did that. Is it going to be the same again this time around? Yeah, look, I, I said, I feel like I feel like getting somebody who's good at computers or whatnot to, to go and pull the interviews back, you know, there's that many. But I remember telling everybody, and I, and I didn't want to say at the end of the last one, I told you, I told you, I told you all, like, you know, one of them. But I did say, don't be, don't. I was basically told the fight was last time, like, it was like, Chris cannot be hurt. So I was like, hey, don't be fooled. Of course he can. And then, obviously, I went and done it, so... That was the best way to not answer them critics, but to teach teach everybody a lesson. Like, don't ever think he has got a great chin, but don't think he can't be hurt. That that was the best way to answer that for you. And I knew I a shot on anyone, and that's not saying all oh, right, I, have I But I'm just saying any fighter can be hurt, and I have the enough to wear Any fighter. Do you believe coming into the first fight? I know he was always hyping on
0: about percentages. I need to be this to beat you, this to beat Connor. Do you believe he overlooked you in the first fight?
2: No, I don't actually. Because one minute he forgot the spars, the next minute he remembered them. Um, no, I don't think he. I don't think he overlooked me. I just think, like I said before, you know, I, I, he got it with a shot when he was looking at the floor and was um, was gone. You know, your shot you don't see it hurts and. and I, you can't say he overlooked me when he feels he was dominating. He can't say he overlooked me. He said he was dominating the fight. So, I, 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 how can you say he overlooked me? Mm-hmm. Do you believe coming into this now, he's obviously changed trainer
0: again. He went from Roy Jones Jr. pound for pound, quite you know potentially the best to ever do it. He's Now gone to Bormac. Do you think what do you think that says about him as a
2: fighter? Um. Is he unsure of himself? Definitely. Obviously, I feel he's he's trying to get the most help he can now. Um, clout chasing in a little in a way too with the Bomac situation. Um, but, like I said, Chris, Chris, I said to Chris on the, on, the, on the Zoom, bring Terence in your corner too if you want. Like, I just think no one no one can help you. If, if I turn up 100%, I beat you. Whether you've got Terence, Bomac, and whoever else in your corner, I just think... Me, i don't 100% beat you. The best Chris Eubank Jr. The best Liam Smith. I beat I beat Chris. So you can have who you want in your corner. Especially after five weeks, no so they'll beat you. There was
0: a lot made about the stoppage. I mean, from
2: everybody's eye, it was you know
0: a brilliant stoppage. But then he went on about the elbow, and I know he's done that in the press conference leading up to that. What do you make of that? Because obviously elbows happen in a flurry. It's not like it was one thrown straight over. Is, do you think he was maybe sort of grasping at straws, trying to take away from you from from the victory?
2: Yeah, definitely. Obviously. Look, he knew he had to rematch to activate the rematch clause, he's got to touch on something. He can't just sit and say, Right, the better man won. You know, starting me to put it right. He hasn't got that in his locker. So he has to he had to say something and it started with the elbow, then it started it started the weight, overlook me, then the elbow come into it. Now he's blaming the referee. Um it's just, just crazy with him, but even still I'll sit with anybody who wants to argue the toss, I'll sit and I'll watch it for you and say show me the elbow, even people saying it was the elbow that's done his eye, the shot that drops him is the shot that's done his eye, it lands on his right, the left hook, it goes left up because I missed the right hand, and the left hook that drops him does his eye, the elbow hits him on the top of the head or something, and if you can call it an elbow, I'm pretty sure your elbow is there, me, me wrist hits him a little bit, and like I said beforehand, if someone, if I offer someone a free shot now, and they want to hit me with there, or the fist, I'll let them hit me there, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Obviously, I feel like I'm punch-harder than I can elbow, so I'm not a, I'm not an MMA fighter who can throw elbows.
0: What's in it for you, this fight? I know the first fight, I feel like you had a point to prove to people because everyone was... The big thing in the build-up was, look, Liam may win this on points, but Chris has got this granite chin, and you said from the outset, look, like I said, we've already said, he can be hurt. So I feel like you had that... Sort of thing, you know what? There's going to be a lot of people proved wrong here, and you did even the odds going into that fight for a former world champion. I thought, did you feel a little bit disrespected going into that first fight? <laughs> a little bit,
2: no, I didn't actually, honestly. And this is this, the this, God's honest truth because I feel anybody that didn't pick me to win was the only people who maybe thought I was past it or I weren't big enough. I've said. Uh, Again, if somebody, if someone, someone just says to me, no, I, think he'd, I thought he was going to beat you because he's a better fight than you, I'd say, fine, that's your opinion. But, like I said, I feel if the fight was made at 154 and we were both career 154s, I'd have been a massive favour. But I, I just think a lot of people looked into the age side who have been around a long time and the fight was at 160, you know what I mean? So, again, take them two things out, out of it. I was always confident I can compete at 160 with, with with the best fighters in the world, and I was confident I could take Chris, and you know I got both them answers.
0: It was such an emphatic victory the first time. What's the what's the carrot sort of at the end of this fight for you? How do you lift yourself up to go in the ring again with the guy? Is it money? Is it the thought of belts? Is it Anfield?
2: What 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 is it for you that gets you up for this fight? All three of them you've just mentioned. Um, I I was sitting, you know, a week after I beat Chris. I was in a very good position, you know. Fighters getting mentioned to me, WBO ordering me to fight for world titles. Um, Obviously, I knew I was tied into the rematch, so I couldn't ever pursue one of them. Um, But now to be Chris with with nothing after it, I've got no contact with nobody after it, I'm a free agent, I can do what I want, where I want, when I want. So I beat Chris, now I'm sitting in a very, very good position, and I can choose whatever route I want to go, you know, whatever. The governing bodies put me. I can. I can up for one of them, and then there's all the other fighters I'm linked with: Brooke, Billy Joe, Conor Ben. What's What's important to you? You've achieved many
0: people's sort of dreams when they start. Is become, you know, some some of it's even a British champion. You've fought pound for pound best in the world in Canelo Alvarez. You've become a world champion. Your, your names, I feel like your name's synonymous with Liverpool, and you're in the history books already. So. Before your career ends, and this isn't me talking as if you're on the slide, it's because you're not in the first oh, yeah, part of your career. Yeah. So, what do you want to tick off before Liam Smith's done with boxing?
2: Look, I want to be world champion again, and like I said, I win a world title, money comes with that. So, I know it's a little bit of a hard one, like world title or big money for when you get out. And I don't know why, I just always start up with when I lost it. I I beg for it back, and like I said, I'd love to be world champion again, and I w- I really would cherish it this time. I didn't cherish being world champion last time. I didn't I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know how big it was. I'd fully cherish being world champion again. So you know that. I just think world champion money comes with that. So I, I that's my biggest goal.
0: You are a proud Liverpoolian and know you're a big red as well. Um, what would it mean to you to get an opportunity to grace that? pitch at Anfield and to you know, have your name read out on that tannoy where you've watched some special moments over the years. Been, Liverpool fan myself, just to yeah. be there for that would be incredible, but someone to fight there, that must be like, you must get goosebumps thinking about it. that must be at the back of your mind when you're fighting a guy like Chris who you've already beat, look, this
2: is what still can come. Definitely because you know the last three, four years, that's been a realistic aim now. you know It was all well and good, so I'd love to fight at Anfield, but... You know, Anfield and Liverpool Football Club now are mad for the fight, they're the mad for a boxing event there.
0: i have been calling for it now for years, it I keep thinking we've been it.
2: doing it with you, with Callum, it's like,
0: let's it let's it get it made. And,
2: and, like, you know, this year was the year we had the fight to go there, you know, but unfortunately this was the year that the Anfield role was getting the work on and, look, like I said, it was not excuses from the, you know, I had people very close in, in, in the club basically saying and they weren't lying, you know, we've just had friendlies at Preston. You know, nothing happened at Anfield this year. No, no events. You know I went to watch Pink. I went to watch Pink there a couple of years ago, and you know a lot of people have been there for the events. But no, no singers was there this year. Nothing happened there this year. And you know you have to, you, they stood by what he said. So hopefully next year we can get the fight still, go, still, still there next year.
0: It's such a historic place, and I think Liverpool as a city now, not just in terms of the football, it's an iconic football club in the world, but when you talk about fighters coming through now, even this gym, you look at obviously Callum as well, Natasha and what she's yeah. doing for women's boxing, I know you've got young fighter in this gym, um is it Stringer, Frankie, Frankie, Frankie who's coming through, there's such a, a buzz I feel around the city now that strike while the iron's hot, hot kind of thing, do you think realistically next 12 to 18 months we could see it
2: happen? Definitely, I'll I, uh, uh, you know, I bet everything I own. We have a boxing event there next year. You know, if we don't get the boxing events. We'll get a UFC event. Um, I just think we'll definitely get a combat event there next year. It's something they haven't had. You know, they've had singing events, they've had other stuff. I think Anfield will definitely have a, have a you know, a combat event there next year. And fingers crossed, it's it's me. Let's just sign this off. Let's just talk about Liverpool
0: in itself. How do you think we're going to get on this year? Bit of a bit of an okay start, I would say, at Chelsea. The new lads sort of bedding in well. Two new midfielders look really good. What do you
2: make of this season? What can what can we hope for? I'm excited. Obviously, you know, I'm just buzzing. The football's back, but I'm excited about what I saw. I thought Liverpool were excellent at the start. I thought they were brilliant up until Chelsea's goal. I think Mo Salah's goal stands. Then the game's dead and buried. I thought, you know, I say, me, me, I have friends who were in there. were saying when when Salah scored, Chelsea fans were getting off. When it went to VAR, they stopped. Come back in. And then Chelsea scored, and then went 2-1 up in the space of a minute. That just gave them momentum. Obviously, their second goal got ruled out, but the momentum was just with Chelsea. Then Chelsea dominated the game. But like I said, I was excited with what I saw. I know it was only half an hour, 35 minutes, but you know it was relentless. It was it was as good as we've ever been. Mm-hmm. New players settled in well, so just just we need to just build off that. Away at Chelsea first game of the season, a point not really a bad result. You're still playing. I know
0: you've. I heard you don't stop playing. What until you know even in build-ups to your fights, which yeah. I find utterly crazy. But it's something you've done. I know. It's funny you mentioned you score a lot of goals and penalties and things like that. And then the one after the Chris yeah, fight, it's, you you, it's you 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 bottled it. What what's yeah. going on?
2: I did. I bottled it. <laughs> uh, you know what, mate? I'm so reliable on them as well. And it's just crazy. It was just you no know, what I just feel like it was mad time. And I sure I wasn't. I didn't ever think I was taking the penalty. We won the penalty. I said to the kid taking the pens, "Come on, mate," and he went. I'm not having it, you have it. So, you know, I goes, okay, looking for the ball. Their goalkeeper comes and gives me the ball and said, Don't forget, I know where you go. He's my goalkeeper on a Saturday. So this is my Sunday team. He plays with me on a Saturday. So my head just fell off and then like I said, instead of just trying to whip the ball properly, I tried to do the keeper on my run. I tried to fake my run as if I'm going that way and I just dragged the ball. I didn't even connect the ball properly.
0: I suppose a lot went Quite well for you that weekend, so you were camera yeah, had to camera had to chuck it back round for you. Yeah,
2: look, look I just I, I probably should have never took the penalty. I would had would had a drink the night before. I'd had a late night, no sleep. I Can never sleep after the fight, so yeah, I probably should have never took it anyway. You
0: got a message to your fans, uh, family, people going to get behind you for this sort of this next run that you're going to be on. Um, you got a message for all these people? Yeah,
2: obviously you know I thank every one of them, everyone who's ever spent a hard day uh, money for me. Um, that night alone, you know, I, I can't thank people enough for giving me the you know some of the best nights of my career. And like I said, I can only hope my results give you some of the best nights to your you know of, of yours too. Like I, that, that Manchester one was something I'll never forget. Manchester last Manchester, well. yeah, it was. Um, you know, that, but that Manchester arena last time was bouncing, the ring walk, even the the the, the ends when I stopped them. And like I said, I hope I hope. They enjoyed the memories just as much as I do because they memories I'll never forget Liam absolute pleasure we'll catch up fight week thanks mate nice one thank you
0: sports social podcast network
1: step into the world
0: of power loyalty and
1: luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you wanna get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at choppacasino.com